0: That's what I'm here for. I'm a member of his fan club. I can't say I'm the president because there's a lot of presidents here. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Let's tell him we love him. Aren't you glad he's here today? Hallelujah. He is here. He is here. I know he's here. I feel his presence. Haven't you been blessed with the music? What anointed singers we have. Oh, my word. I had heard about this particular one. Her name's Lori. I don't know where you are right now, sweetheart, but, ah, what a blessing. I want you to know, people, I've not been here for two months. Did y'all miss me? I have missed you. I have missed you. But God is bringing me through. He is bringing me through. What I, I want to I want to read a particular scripture to begin with. It's First Peter four twelve. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings. I don't know about you, but those are powerful words. Because, you know, the enemy might tell you, oh, you must have done something really bad, Miss Carolyn, that you had to suffer such a horrible, such a horrible thing. But the Word of God says that we will have fiery trials. Jesus said, in this life, you will have and suffer persecutions, tribulations. But he said, again, don't forget. Don't forget, I will be with you in the fire. I will be with you in the storm. When the disciples thought, They were all alone. Uh, They knew they weren't alone, but Jesus was asleep in the boat. And this horrific storm all of a sudden just came up out of nowhere as it's prone to do in the Sea of Galilee. Guess what? They did what most of us would do. They became fearful. And they went and booked Jesus up and began to actually accuse him. They said, Lord... Carest thou not that we perish? We're about to drown. He said what to them? Oh, ye of little faith. Little faith. Sometimes I'm sure Jesus thought, how much longer do I have to put up with these people, Father? They are really something else. And I know he said that about me a few times. Because I have been a crybaby. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. And if you don't believe me, ask Lisa.
1: Lisa, raise your hand.
0: You've been with your mom. Mm -hmm. How about Avery, Alexa, and Aiden? Yep. Richie, you know. Uh Uh-huh. And my sisters there, Brenda and Martha. I love you. Guys, I'm telling you, they, they heard their nanny and their mommy and Billy. He's been right there. Christina? Oh, yeah. This has been up to now I would say the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life. And I'm not through it yet but I'm being taken through it and I will come out as pure gold. Yes, I will. Yes, I am not a quitter. I am not phony, and I know that there's a God in heaven who is watching over me, and I know that there's a devil who hates me, and that morning when this horrible, terrible accident happened to me, he was not planning for me to just break my elbow and have complications with it on top of that. He was planning to kill me. Oh, yes, he was. When I fainted that morning and fell flat on my face on ceramic tile, completely unconscious, I had once one, one a little bit of time and it came to my mind, I'm going to faint. And when that thought came, I'm going to faint, I didn't have another thought fell flat forward. It was a horrible, horrible situation. But God, God also said, listen, I already knew that that was going to happen. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a little more detail of this. But when God, when, when, when God that gives you something, we need to really pay close attention because he is speaking to you. He's speaking to you now. He's speaking to all of us because he wants our attention. That is the most important thing. But before this happened to me, I just read that fiery trial verse to you. But... I want to, I think before I say this, I want to do one more thing. I I, I just want to thank this church. I want to thank you for being to me Jesus in the flesh. You know, if he were here, he would have done some of the things that you have done. The kind words that you've spoken to me. The prayers that I know that probably... Everyone, I would say, that knew about this. You have been praying for me. Thank you. I need every prayer. And by the way, you need prayer too. And I've been praying for you too. So we're going to pray for each other. But not only have you prayed for me, you've brought me food. You've sent me cards. You've made phone calls. And for those that haven't been able to do that, it's not that you didn't want to do it. It's just that you didn't even, you, you were, some of you were told, don't go see Miss Carolyn because she can't wear any makeup. Ah! <laughs> the funny thing is, y'all came anyway. Uh-huh. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And guess what? I couldn't put any makeup on. Fact of the matter is, I can't put it on right now. I'm a work in progress, folks. Can't get my hand any closer than this. This is not real good. This is—I'm gonna get it. I can't quite get it all together. I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. But I need—I yeah, I need help. So sometimes I have a little on. I had to get a little put on me today by my precious friend who helped me with my hair and helped me with my makeup. So you can kind of recognize me today. Otherwise, I would have worn my ball hat and been like I am about every day. <laughs> that's not the important thing to me anymore. Not, not that it ever was. I always have been one of those little kind of girls. That, I'm a girly girl. I was always that way. But you know what? I don't care if I have any on, and I don't care if I don't. That's just the way I am because I'm an artistic person. I like to do that kind of thing. But that's not important, People. What's important is who we are. Who you are. God loves every single one of us exactly like he created us. And don't worry about how you are different from that one. It doesn't matter. In his eyes, one day we're going to all be so perfect. We're going to be perfect. In heaven, we will be like him. Perfect. Right on this earth, we are just who we are. Let's just love each other exactly like they are. And I'm going to tell you, that's real easy for me, because I love you guys so much. My mother, my mother didn't wear makeup. My mother just put on a little lipstick. My grandmother didn't like her granddaughter Carolyn wearing it either. So when I spent the night with her one night, and I had my false eyelashes on, because I was doing a little modeling back back in the day, way back in the day, but anyway, my grandmother saw those little lashes that I'd taken off laying on the, on the uh, counter. Next morning, I'm going to get my lashes. Where are my lashes? Granny said, what? I said, Granny, where are you know, those little lashes? I put them on. She said, oh, I flush those down the toilet, honey. <laughs> she said, you don't need them. I said, I love you, Granny. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get to Walgreens or whatever or it was, get what I needed. But see, we're just people. We're just, you're you, I'm me. Huh. Isn't that wonderful for God's variety? Sure is. Oh, how boring it would be if it were, we were all exactly the same. But I want to thank you for all you've done, and I want to thank my family. I want to thank my family for the love that you've shown me
1: Never failing
0: me, calling me, praying for me constantly. My sweet sister Brenda came all the way from St. Petersburg here and Martha has just come from North Carolina and I know they're exhausted, but they made it here. And this and and Thomasina Raoul, oh, all of you are just so precious to me. I just can't tell you how much I love you. Thank you for everything, everybody. I want you, I don't know if we can put this on the screen, Billy. I don't know if you were able to do that. But there's, this is something that's really important. The Saturday before I f- had this accident happen to me, it was, this happened on August the 25th. But on August the 24th, I was in the office there, Bill and I were in there, and he was I was helping him with something. And I'm a neat freak. Can't he help it. Just one of those neat freaks. He's he's the opposite of that. He ain't. He's a neat freak with himself and his car, and that's where it ends. That's where it ends. If you don't believe that, ask his daughters, because when mommy would be gone. Uh, from the house for, like, to see one of my family members, my sisters or whatever. He'd call them up. He'd say, hey, your mom's coming back. Can y'all come over here and help me? they say, Dad, he hadn't emptied one, coffee grounds, the cups were all there, everything. But he is immaculate with his personhood. So, I was in there in the office, and he was, he's always saying, don't move it, don't move it, don't move it. I'm going to take care of it. Well, I tried that until all the floor was covered. And every table was covered. I said, you're never going to take care of it. I will take care of it. I take care of stuff. So I got him all organized. Everything's great. People come over to our house and say, oh, he's he's got his closet so organized and so nice. How does your husband do that? I said, he's just good at that. (laughs) So anyway, we were there, and he was sitting at the desk. And I just happened to open up the cabinet there because we needed something in it. And I saw this folder. Something like, say, this would look. A folder like that. But I saw some papers kind of sticking out the edges, and I thought, me being me, oh, Well, I've got to straighten that up. So I took the folder down, and it didn't have anything on the outside of it, and I opened it to see what was in it. Normally I would not do that, but I did. And when I looked inside, I saw messages words from the lord that my husband has received from the lord and he dates them he'll put a date down there the lord was speaking to me and and said whatever it would, would possibly be and he had written a number of these a whole bunch of them down well there was one a little short one that was kind of it wasn't in the, uh, these were like in the photos so I wasn't going to read them I mean I was just I just saw what it was except for this one little page now this is important this is very very important I need to remind myself of this again and again too this is powerful because this is from father God in heaven to Carolyn register on September the 20 or August I'm sorry. The 24th. I picked this one up. It was about this long. The original one. Most unusual. No date. Most unusual that I would even read it. I would have stuck it right back in there. That's all I was doing was putting it in the folder better.
1: But for some reason,
0: I decided to read that one. And this is what I read do not be afraid of the days ahead. I am with you. Learn of me and from me. I am with you. I have always been and will always be. I am. Do not be afraid. Keep your eyes open. Proverbs twenty thirteen. Expect miracles because I am. Think of this. Give him praise. Yeah, you want to. Give him praise. That was a handwritten, delivered message from heaven to me. He did not have a date on it because God didn't want a date on it yet. The date was August 24. And on August 25, I let me tell you what this did to me. This is not normal in any way at all. I literally, I literally left Bill, didn't even tell him about it. It was powerful for me. I didn't, I can't, I couldn't understand it. But I thought, God's telling me something. I wonder what this means. piece of paper just exactly like this and I wrote it out but I wrote out more than that I said God is speaking to me this is a message from God for me and I don't understand it but I am glad to be told that I am with you and be not afraid and I am and always will be I didn't understand it but I understood it later The next morning, it was Sunday, August the 25th, and I I wanted to go to church, of course. And I was getting ready, and that's when all of a sudden, I, I, I fainted, completely fainted, and fell and injured myself, as you all know that. Don't really. I mean, what, what I really want to emphasize here is that when that happened to me, it traumatized me horribly because I was injured so severely, injured so, so very severely. And I do not understand it all, maybe never will, because God doesn't have to tell us. He says his ways are above our ways and his plans are higher than our plans. I know this. God did not do that to me. I know that. I know who did it to me. And his plan that day was to literally kill me. I fell so hard that I chipped the bottom of my two front teeth. They were like like a sawtooth thing. Those of you that saw me fill a under different ones were there. I, I said, but you know what? I didn't have a bruise on my face. Not a bruise on my face. I fell so hard. Injured this main bone in this arm here. But what it could have been so much worse, because my knee on my right knee where I fell was black and blue. I could have broken my knee, my hip, I think what the plan was, was for me to hit my head and not be here anymore. That was his plan. But God said we might have to as many of his children sitting out here today. I, I had given praise because God had, I've had divine health my whole life. And I'm really not 50, whatever. Now, I'm not going to tell you. I know you won't tell me. I'm something, I'm something, 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 more than that. But I can tell you what, hitherto hath the Lord helped me. He's brought me this far, and he's going to heal me, and I know he's going to heal me, and I know the devil has tried to attack me even though he's not going to succeed. And let me tell you something, I just told Billy this just a minute ago back in the back. I had a real bad setback. I had a therapist who injured me. Seriously injured me. Not intentional, not at all, I'm sure. But she was pressing into this part of my arm and when she started doing that, she was pressing, she thought she felt scar tissue and she was pressing into it so hard that all of a sudden I said, "Ow! Ow!" I'd already been through therapy. I know therapy hurts. I'm not a wimp. I've taken it. I don't like it, but I did it. <laughs> but I will tell you, I felt three hot like 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 a hot knife pain almost. Boom, boom, boom. And after that, friends, I want you to know something. An hour and a half, I was in the agony of pain. The next day I have a bruise and I still have it, and this has been almost now a month ago. A bruise this big on the outside of my arm here. Um, And my hand, I couldn't use my hand anymore, this hand. It was like a claw, like my fingers would be like that. That's all I could do. I couldn't close my fingers. But I want you to witness something. Because right now, before I could do everything with my right hand that I could do with my left, I could make a fist, I could do anything with my fingers, everything, until this injury happened. And do you know that God is healing me? He's going to continue this other too, because I need a lot of prayer. Don't forget me, okay? Look at my hand, Lisa, Billy, rich, all y'all. Look at my hand that knew what I couldn't do. Look what, what I'm doing! doing. right here. I'm telling you,
1: God is able
0: to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask him to do or think he can do, and he wants to do it for us. He wants to do it for us, and I have, this is, I'm, I can make a fist now. Y'all just don't know how, how happy this makes me. I can pick things up. No, I'm not 100%. I know that's okay, but I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Do you believe it? Is there faith in this house? Woo! We serve a great God. We serve a God who is mighty to heal. And if Jesus were here, I would be healed right this second because he healed them all. Healed them all. He's going to heal you today. Some of you need healing. Jesus said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. I want to know, be honest, everyone and anyone in this church today that has ever had a broken heart, would you put your hand up? My little crooked arm's going up. (laughs) I I can't get it straight. I can't make it go straight yet, but I'm believing for that. Well, you know what? Jesus said that's who he he came for. They accused Jesus of everything. They said, Jesus, he's a wine-bibber and a glutton. He goes and he drinks wine, and he's he's a glutton, too. And he's with all those awful women. Jesus said, I came. He came, he said, to seek and to save the ones that are lost. That's why he took those stripes. That's why he was beaten. He hated the shame. Bible says he despised the shame. The mighty son of God made a spectacle. Stripped him of his clothes and just humiliation but the pain, the agony that he went through. But he did it for one reason. He despised the shame but he knew what was coming. He knew the only way that we could ever go to heaven to be with him was for him to become our sin. And then he took our sin so that we could be sinless. We took his glory. He gave us his glory and forgiveness. But he had to take our horrible sin. Don't any one of you think, oh, well, I'm not such a bad person. We all have sinned and all have come short of the glory of God. And there's not one person in here without repenting of their sin and asking Jesus to forgive them of their sin. Will ever be able to go to heaven. And people that say there are other ways, people talk about God. There's only one God. There's only one God. And he has only one son. And his name is Jesus. And no one will go into heaven. No one. If you don't go through the blood of Jesus, he's the Savior. He wants to help you today. He wants to heal you. He wants to encourage you. If you're brokenhearted, if you're in pain, if you're, if you're discouraged, if you have family members that you're concerned about, if you, don't, if you need a job and, and, and you just lost your job, i just heard of someone that that's just happened to. They're having stru- major financial struggles. People are hurting in this world. This is not heaven, folks. This is getting us ready for heaven. In this world, you are going to have problems, but know one thing. Jesus will be in that fiery furnace with you. Jesus was with Daniel in the lion's den. Jesus was with Joseph when he had to go to prison. Jesus was with Paul when he was in prison. And Jesus is with me and he is with you and for you. He said, I am for you. I am not against you, but the devil will tell you uh, you're kind of an exception. Maybe that applies to everybody else, but you know what? God's mad at you. He didn't really. He's not going to really do that for you. He'll do it for someone else. Have you ever had a lie like that told you? And if you have, put your hand up because I know you have. have. Is it true? Is it true? He is. He's called. So don't be surprised by that. He's called the accuser of the brethren. He's an accuser. He constantly condemns you. He will start in the morning. He will trash trash talk you. He will put you down. He will put other people down. He is the evil one. We are not. He's, Jesus said you wrestle not against flesh and blood. We're not each other's enemies. We're not. We should be loving every one of us. we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the powers and principalities, the rulers. He's warning us of the darkness of this world because this world's God is Satan. He has the power right now over this world. You see it in the news. You see it everywhere. But guess what? One day, Jesus Christ is going to show who the king is. The king's coming back, and he's not going to be whipped, and he's not going to hang on a cross. Oh, no. He is the mighty conqueror, and he will be coming with the forces of heaven, and there will be one great last battle called the Battle of Armageddon. Be prepared now, for that day is coming. That day is coming. And be prepared, because we never know when he's going to call us, when he's going to call us home. We don't know that time. He doesn't give us that much information. But I have something special that I want to I want I want someone, to, I want uh, Jeannie and uh, Tracy Perez I want y'all to come up here because I'm going to tell you friends something. God we're not just here sitting on pews today. We're here for God to do a miracle, to perform miracles for us. How many of you really Hand up filming it how many of you really need a touch from God today and you want it I want to see if you do if you really need a touch from God today and you want a touch from God I want you to raise your hand right now and I have a reason to say that those that are your hands are up you're honest you're being very honest when I ask you to I'm going to ask you to come to the altar in a little while. At the front, I'm going to ask everybody else to come, too, by the way, put your hands up or not. You might not be needing it right now, but you're going to need it. You're going to need it because not one of us on earth is the devil going to allow. He is going to attack. He's going to do something. I don't want right now anyone to come except uh, Jeannie and Tracy. Um, yeah, you all are. And you're going to sing a particular song. This song. Um, uh, I want Jeannie and Tracy. If y'all would come up here for a minute, I want to. I want I want to say something about these people. They came to visit me when I was in the rehab center after I fell. I was in the hospital five days, and then they put me. They kicked me out, and then they put me in rehab for about three weeks, and. That was a hard time for me. It was a lonely time. But it was a good time also. But on a Wednesday night, Tracy and Jeannie Perez just walked in the door. And they said, instead of being at church Wednesday night, we're going to have church here. We're bringing church to you, Miss Carolyn. That's what they said. And they walked up. And I've loved them for so long. You know it. They both know it. You've blessed me so many times with your music. Um, but I didn't know this. One particular song, they know how much I love this song, and the title is? Not on. No Longer Slaves. No Longer Slaves. All right, but, th- but they knew that I love this song, and they said, they serenaded me. They prayed for me. They encouraged me. They spoke words to me. But... They said, that, we know this is one of your favorite songs, because I'm always asking them to sing it like that's the only one they know. They know a million. But but, you said something, Tracy. You said something that night about this particular song, what a... What a uh, I requested it every time. Every time. Every time. looks wonderful without her makeup. She's beautiful. <laughs> they saw me in my glory. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyway, the, that feeling came back into Jeannie's hands, and she told me about it. And then we didn't think much of it. Then we went to see Carolyn. We were having dinner in a room, and it came on Jeannie that night for the first time in, like, eight years. That was it. Did you understand this last part? For eight years. Now, Jeannie has not... It's a sensation that God has put in her hands, meaning lay your hands on people and they will be healed. Because many people have been healed. But she didn't have this for eight years. But that night, when they came to see me, God brought that back to her hands. And she shared that. And and so, I'm saying that because I want you to hear this powerful song. This was a song that in our church... She had had that sensation, but it it had left. But it had been eight years prior to that, until they came to see me that night at Pruitt Rehab Center. And there's a reason for that. God's going to heal some people. That's what's going to happen. But I want you to sing that song right now. This is one of my favorite songs ever.